It's 7 a.m. in Los Angeles, 10 a.m. in New York City, 3 p.m. in London, in Sydney, New South Wales. It's 1 o'clock in the morning. Go to bed. And in Malaysia, as always, it's 1974. I'm Jay Sheldon. And I'm not wearing pants. Oh, my. Hello, hello. Welcome to the stream. Welcome to uh, my adventure. It has been an adventure. Look at my eyes. I, I'm so dark circle. I'm so... Bleh. Anyway, yeah. And I've got my... Um, I've got my bear shirt on tonight. So... I'm not sure what bear this is, but it's cool. It's my bear shirt. Hey, time uncertain. There he is, and there you are. Hello. Nice to have you along for the ride here tonight. Um, yeah, we've switched things up just a little bit. I've got this, uh, this scrolly thing going on now, uh, which kind of clears up the screen a little bit before it was like, uh, Missy Bean, like the stream. Hey, Missy. All right, Missy from Torrington, Connecticut, all the way across the pond, actually from where I am across a continent and a pond and a couple other things that get in the way. Anyway, I've cleaned up the frame here for the most part. Of course, I've got my logo up here and I've got my donation link here on Facebook. It's up above. You can donate by clicking the link in the description, wherever it might be. And uh, here... I've put all the other information. If you want to Skype into the show, you want to be a part of the program, you can always do that. Skype 1-860-598-0987. You can call that from any phone. Toll charges will apply. Uh, or you can Skype. Just type in Jay Sheldon. Look for this guy or I'm not wearing pants. And, uh, and give me a buzz if you want to be on the show. We'll put you in. You talk about anything you want. Of course, you know, the usual rules apply. Be nice. Don't say nasty things. Um, but it's great to see you, Missy Bean. Nice to have you back. And uh, yeah, it's man, it's early in the morning for you. Ten o'clock in the morning over there in uh, Connecticut. Connecticut. I can't talk. Great, I do a talk show and I can't talk. <laughs> Very nice. All right. Um, I got uh, as the description said tonight. It is a certifiable collection of crap. We just have all kinds of weird stuff to talk about. As always, I've saved a bunch of Facebook posts that I thought were cute or fun or there's not much controversial tonight. You know, I'm so sick of the, the whole crazy uh, cancel culture and political. It's like, oh, please. Oh, not again. Uh, it still shows up on my timeline. It still bugs the crap out of me, but I just, you know what, I don't want to bog you guys down with it so much. If you want to talk about that, feel free. I'd be happy to. I have some very strong opinions about that. Um, but I'm not going to bring it up. You want to bring it up? Skype me if you want. There's the other thing. It's just, oh, it's right there. Okay, it'll come back around. Jay Sheldon, I'm not wearing pants. Merchandise. Yes, indeed. We have, uh, we have a new merch store set up on twitch.tv uh in fact i am whoops that's not it <laughs> we don't want to put that one out there hold on uh locus pocus hey good to see you locus 
Nice uh, to have you along for the ride. VJ also checking us out over there, I assume, on uh, on Facebook. VJ, hey, welcome to the stream. Over on um, twitch.tv, I'm sending up a, uh, a um, link, which you can go to my merchandise store. You'll find uh, t-shirts, hoodies, mm, a baseball cap, uh, a mouse pad, you know, the usual stuff, pretty good quality stuff. And uh, they've all got my I'm not wearing pants logo or my pants with the bar through it logo. That's on the cap. You can check that out there. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, it there you see it, there's the no pants merch and uh, there's the URL if you want to type that in. Don't don't go away from the stream by all means, but you can open a new tab, streamlabs.com slash jsheldonnopants slash merch, M-E-R-C-H. Um, yeah, Locus Pocus, hey, nice to have you uh, along this evening. Um, I lost my mouse. Where did my mouse go? Oh, there it is. Okay. <laughs> you know, J and Tech. Oh. They go together like oil and water, which is not saying much. Um, all right. I have, uh, we have a brand new book tonight, by the way. Uh, we will be starting the very first chapter of Marjorie Williams Bianco's The Velotine Rabbit. And uh, the author of this book actually is a relative of mine. We'll talk about that when the time comes. Um, time uncertain. Man, I want to buy some of these, but my mom would think I'm weird. Yeah? So? Why would that stop you? It's okay. Go ahead. Let mom think you're weird. By all means. <laughs> or you can you can wear the t-shirt and then put a jacket over it, and when you go outside, you can take the t-shirt, you can take the jacket off. I don't know. Um... Yeah. <laughs> Just tell mom, look, it's a show I, I watch and yeah, it's got a weird title, but you know, it's just, you know, I actually had that thought. I, as I told you before, I'm in discussion with a few different companies about sponsoring the show. And one of them is a very famous underwear company. I don't want to say anything and jinx it, but uh, they're interested. We're talking. And um, uh, <laughs> when you first hear the title of this show, I'm Not Wearing Pants, you'd think it was, you know, one of those kind of shows. So I, I always have to explain. No, no, it's because these days, everyone working from home, everybody is here on camera with their conferences and meetings and things. Same thing with me. And um, from here down... No one can see you. So for the most part, from here down, most of us aren't wearing pants. We're wearing shorts or our underwear or maybe nothing at all. But, you know, um, yeah. <laughs> so that's the idea behind the show. Because of the current world we live in, most of us in our work environment, which is pretty much this frame, aren't wearing pants. So I have to, I, every time I have to explain, no, it's not a weirdo show. It's not some sex show. 
It's just the fact that most of us are not wearing pants these days. Um, Missy, going to try and call. Just remember, I got older. My breathing is really bad, so my voice is horrid. Uh, but because I love you and I want this to work, I'm going to be brave and try. Good. <laughs> you do that. By all means, let me just, I'll make sure that uh, Skype is open and running. And um, yeah, it's there. So you can try and give us a call whenever it is. We'd love to hear from you. I hope I still have everything set up to get the call on the air. It was, but it's been a while. So anyway, if you'd like, please do. And uh, the merch uh, link is in the Twitch feed on twitch.tv. Um, at the moment, I can't get over to... Uh... Uh-oh. You hear that? It's a call. <laughs> let me uh, let me jump in here and say, hello, can you hear me? It's delayed a little bit, I think. Yeah, I can hear myself in the background. Uh, let's see. This one, I need to do that. And let me see if I can turn this one up. Okay, it is working. Mar Marilyn, are you there? You can't, I can hear you, but just, oh, well, let me see what I can do to fix that. Uh, let's see, microphone. Hello. <laughs> yeah. I can hear you, as a matter of fact. Oh, I can hear you on my computer. Yeah, you can hear me. You can hear me on the stream. Okay. Well, thank you. That is so sweet. Hold on a quick second. I'm, I'm going to try and switch over. Is that better? There you go. <laughs> now you can hear me. Fantastic. I'm, I'm hoping this is coming through also on, uh, on my stream. I can hear you in my headphone. It's it's low. It is low. Well, I lowered my volume, so. Ah, uh, okay. I can hear you fine. Okay, great. Oh it, my God. It, it's unbelievable. Now, just for people, for background, uh, Marilyn has been a friend for, what, 30 years, Marilyn? At least, um, when I used to do a radio show in uh, in Torrington, Connecticut, um, Marilyn was uh, a dear friend and a fan, and um, we we became quick friends. And uh, she and I share a lot of uh, a lot of philosophical thoughts. Let's put it that way. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, we are we have stayed connected all these years. We we had not seen or heard from each other in a long time and then reconnected through uh through Facebook actually I think and uh yeah it it was H how is life in Torrington oh my god it hasn't changed people still want to know if it's a regular garbage day pickup <laughs> helicopters running through but it's not you yelling out the window hanging out the window with my helicopter sound effect right yes absolutely 
I miss doing that show. I miss Northwest Connecticut. I miss Torrington, believe it or not. Um, it's It's been 20, 30, no, it's been more than that, 25 or 30 years. I'm, I am wow, just yeah. that, I'm just that old. Well, this old do uh, this old girl is taking names and kicking but you keep up the good work. Thank you, my dear. I just had to call it and say hello and thankfully it worked. Remember last time it wouldn't work for I us, I, I do remember it would not work no matter what I tried, but fortunately this time we got it to work. Well, finally it did something right for <laughs> You know me in tech. I'm usually pretty good. <laughs> I know. That's why I was shocked. Listen, you keep up to whatever you're doing. It's, everything you do is wonderful. You're, uh, you're too sweet. Thank you so much. God bless, Marilyn. God bless you, my dear. Bye-bye. All right. We'll see you soon, I hope. Stay in touch. Oh, man. That is such a... Uh, I hope you could hear her. I know it was very low, but... Um, uh, it is such a memory to uh, to think back at the days. Uh, I was on the air for, oh God, 15, 20 years, maybe? 15 anyway, uh, doing a morning show in Torrington, WSNG. And uh, yeah, it was Captain J and Dan Lavallo, Jeff Ziner, Beth Bradley, uh, Terry, so many, Bill Jackman. So many in the in the crew there. Those were the days. And I've often said I count myself so blessed for having had an amazing, amazing career in radio. It it uh, it was incredible. I look back, I look back on those days with nothing but uh, a smile on my face. Yeah, it's incredible. Thank you, Marilyn. God bless. Wow. Um, all right. Let's uh, pop along here. We've been uh, doing this thing for a while. And uh, hi, I'm about in Viz Toby. Good to see you. <laughs> Good times indeed. All right. Let's check out a little bit of uh, Facebook review here. Um, just a few funky things that I found. Some are philosophical. Some are fun. Uh, not too many controversial ones tonight. I, I, I just... Didn't want to go there tonight. But I love this. We didn't have play dates when I was a kid. Our parents kicked us out until the streetlights came on. And the weakest among us ended up on Unsolved Mysteries, like Mother Nature intended. <laughs> uh, actually, that fits perfect with Marilyn's phone call. That's absolutely perfect. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, those were the days. When I was a kid growing up in West Cornwall, Connecticut, we went out until the streetlights came home, uh, came on. That was when we knew it was getting dark and it was time to, uh, to go home. <laughs> wow. All right, here's another one. How, do you know, can you tell what this is? It's a bathroom. See, there's the toilet. There's the sink. Toilet paper over here on the wall. Mirror. Look at this. Check that out. I don't know if online the depth of this picture is coming through, but this is the coolest thing. This is actually a bathroom with a glass floor 
And yeah, woe is right, Locus Pocus. What they did was in this old building where they built a, an apartment, a condo, whatever, there was an elevator shaft, an old unused elevator shaft. So man, the creativity, this is so cool. They put obviously reinforced so it doesn't break through, but they put a glass floor in that looks all the way down through the elevator shaft or lift shaft if you're not from the US. You know, elevator, lift, same thing. But this is amazing. <laughs> I would love this bathroom. This is so cool. I found that and thought, oh man, I got to share that with people. That's fun. And here's another fun one. If I'm not mistaken, I should have asked Marilyn. She would know. Tomorrow is Good Friday. This, I think this is Holy Week for Christians, uh, which means uh, today would be, what is it called? Maundy Thursday, Ash Wednesday. I don't know what Tuesday and Monday are, but uh, tomorrow would be Good Friday. Uh, Saturday is known as Holy Saturday, I think. And then Sunday is Easter Sunday. Yeah. Easter Sunday, of course, and all of this Holy Week is a huge. It is like the the uh, Hari Raya uh, for uh, Muslims. Uh, for Christians, this is it. We all think of Christmas, but honestly, this is, this is the time uh, that's most near and dear to them. And if I'm not mistaken, this is Holy Week. Tomorrow's Good Friday. Sunday is Easter Sunday. <clears throat> ah, Yes, that's it. Okay, thanks, Missy. <laughs> uh, anyway, check this guy, uh, guy out. Salfield, Germany. That is 10,000 Easter eggs. Who would even have the patience to sit there and do 10,000 Easter eggs? This is insane. This is nuts. I mean, it's impressive. Whoa. But... Who, what's the guy's name? Volker Kraft had hung 10,000 colored eggs in his apple tree this week in Southfield, Germany. Volker, get a life, okay? <laughs> oh, man, that's incredible. Look at that. It's actually really beautiful. And afterwards, he's going to have to pull all these things down because at the moment, it's spring. It's an apple tree, so the leaves aren't out. Once they start coming out and budding, he's going to have to get rid of all these things. But uh, yeah, that's... And, and where did these come from? How much did it cost him to buy 10,000? I assume they're probably plastic Easter eggs. That's insane. All right, here's a cool one. Found this. My, my uh, good friend Zane uh, posted this. I did not know this. Check this out. When, you know, originally, even before my time, seatbelts were just literally a belt in the seat. It went across your belly or your waist, and that was it. There was no cross member, what they call a three-point uh, seat belt. But in 1959, Volvo invented the three-point seat belt, the thing that we all know and love today, or hate today, but the thing that we all know today is the three-point seat belt, like this first picture. When they invented it, they made the patent free for all their competitors to use in order to save lives because 
it had more value as a free life-saving tool than something to profit from. Man, hats off, Volvo. That is incredible. I mean, they could have patented this, made a billion bucks, but because they realized it would save lives, they made the patent free and I assume gave away the technology to all their competitors. Uh, Volvo, well known for the safety of their cars, and that's just another thing that really, wow, I'm impressed. Uh, assuming it's a true story, that's very cool. Tomorrow, also, no, today, today was April Fool's Day. And I don't know, I did not have any jokes played on me for April Fool's Day. However, I don't think I left the house once today. I'm still working from home 90% of the time. So I managed to escape April Fool's jokes. I think nowadays April Fool's jokes are kind of a thing of the past. They're not really done that much. Of course, nowadays you probably wind up getting sued. But um, this uh, date is named uh, after Charles April. I assumed it was April Fool's and called that because it was the 1st of April. But, now listen closely, he did 56 business failures in his lifetime. He lost all of his father's properties and was so easily tricked, people started calling him the father of fools. He married a 22-year-old woman who divorced him after a year because of his foolishness. After a year, she finally said, that's it, I'm out, I'm done, goodbye. So, loses all his father's properties, bankrupts 56 businesses. This guy really is a fool. Gets divorced a year after he marries uh, this 22-year-old because of his foolishness. And... He used to read all kinds of fake stories, just like the one I'm telling you now. Yeah, that's all fake. April Fools. <laughs> okay, so there. I think I maybe I got you. Maybe not. But I thought it'd be better than some really obvious April Fools thing. So April Fools. <laughs> yeah, Locus Pocus. Hopefully I got you. Because normally these things are true. All right, here's that. Wait, should I go to this? Yeah, we'll save that for last. All right, I got to move this back. Whoops, sorry. Let me just uh, correct that and move this down. I saw this on says.com, and it's incredible. I did not know about this, and I'll bet if you're in Malaysia, you probably didn't know about it either. There is a stunning hidden lake in Malaysia that can be found inside or at the other end of a mysterious tunnel. Check this out. There's the entrance to the tunnel. And there's one of several pictures of this lake. It's called Mirror Lake. The reason is because it is surrounded by a jungle and mountains. And it reflects because of the stillness of the lake. And so Mirror Lake. But um, it's in Ipoh. A short drive outside of Ipoh. There's a 50-meter strange dark tunnel. And when you get to the other end of this tunnel, here's the entrance. It actually looks as though it's been cut into the rock. I'm not sure that's natural. 
but this goes in for 50 meters. And then when you come out the other side, there you go. Yeah, this is definitely man-made. This was not, uh, this was not nature. <laughs> okay. You come out the other side, check it out. Look at that. That is beautiful. Again, if you're in, uh, if you're not in Malaysia, and you, when once we can have tourists come back in the country, which would be nice for the tourist industry, which uh, is a major industry here, you know, I don't know. Locus Poca asks, "Is it fresh water?" I have to guess that it is, because. Uh, but then again, yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be fresh water. Yeah, and I don't know what sort of uh, marine life live in this thing, but um, Mirror Lake or Tasik Cherman tucked deep within a former quarry surrounded by limestone hills. And uh, people in recent years have sought out this gem, taken some pretty cool Instagram shots. Uh, not yet recognized an official tourist destination. Why? What are you doing, Malaysia? Come on, get your ass in gear. Uh, avoid bringing children and be aware that you will be going in at your own risk. Okay, so fair, fairly warned. But check this out. I can't actually fit this whole picture on, but you can see here, uh, the mountains through here and the jungle. And then we scroll down. I don't know who that is. I wish I could give them credit. Oh, image from Natasha Mohammed looks like uh, on Instagram. And uh, it's absolutely beautiful. They've got a dock built here into the lake. There you go. Look at some of these hanging rocks over top. This is absolutely amazing. Here's one from uh, Cheek Penna uh, on Instagram. That's beautiful. And look at that. That almost perfectly mirror surface which again as locus pocus mentioned i have to believe it's it's probably uh fresh water it's gotta be um yeah i know oh, look here now this is a great shot of the mountains around this is the kind of mountains we have here in malaysia if you're not from here uh there you go somebody doing a little yoga pose that's uh quay kapit i think is how you say it on uh, instagram and there's another beautiful picture from Eddie Fanti. Uh, again, Instagram. Look at that. Look at that sunlight coming through. Fantastic. Look at the color. It's beautiful. And he's got some sort of raft thing going on there. Very cool. Viewing platform. Uh, stand and take in the scenery. And, uh, oh, that's nice. Man, and right outside of Ipo. It really is amazing. That is incredible. Check that out. There's a wider picture. Although I'm, I have a feeling there may be some coloring going on because this blue does not look like this, which really doesn't look like this algae green. So, <laughs> ah, there you go. 20-minute drive from Ipotown. Very cool. Check it out if you have a chance. And if you are in Malaysia, by all means, uh, once you can cross-state travel again, we're currently still under house arrest. Okay, I always have one amazing philosophical thing that I find that I want to read uh, just to share it with you. You don't have to read ahead. If you want to, go ahead. But I will read this out loud. You can just kind of close your eyes and drink in the philosophy here because I loved this. And I'll tell you what, at my age, I'm not that old, but I'm getting there fast. <laughs> SOP on war. Hey! Good to have you along for the ride, Anwar. Nice to have you join us there on uh, Facebook. Facebook Live, I'm Not Wearing Pants, is the page. Um, I wanted to read this to you. As a matter of fact, uh, let me just, let me pop over here. Because uh, that's pretty much all I've got for all the Facebook 
crap tonight. But it's it as I get older, I'll just be honest with you, I think more about the end of my life. It's not always the most comfortable thing to think about, but you kind of have to. I hope that I'm not close to the end of my life, although I'm a lot closer to it now than I was previously every day. But I found this, and it is absolutely brilliant. Listen, listen. Death is nothing at all. It does not count. I've only slipped away into the next room. Nothing has happened. Everything remains exactly as it was. I am I, and you are you, and that old life that we lived so fondly together is untouched, unchanged. Whatever we were to each other, that we still are. Call me by the old familiar name. Speak of me in a easy way which you always used to. Put no difference in your tone. Wear no forced air of solemnity or sorrow. Laugh as we always laughed at the little jokes that we enjoyed together. Play, smile, think of me, pray for me. Let my name be the ever household word that it always was. Let it be spoken without an effort without the ghost of a shadow upon it. Life means all that it ever meant. It is the same as it ever was. There is absolute and unbroken continuity. What is this death but a negligible accident? Why should I be out of mind? Because I'm out of sight. But I am waiting for you for an interval somewhere very near, just around the corner. All is well. That's so nice. That is such a great, cool, philosophical way of thinking of things. Very cool. Uh-oh, what did I do? Okay. Uh, you know what, uh, Locus? I don't know who the author is. It's not credited, sadly. So I have no idea who the author of that is. I wish I did. I'd be more than happy to, uh, to give him credit. But, um, yeah. Oh, 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 wait, wait. I found it. Henry Scott Holland. Henry Scott Holland was a Regis Professor of Divinity at the University of Oxford, which is cool because Oxford's going to come up again in a minute. I'll tell you about that in a second. But yeah, it's really nice. I love that. And especially someone who is getting up older in years, you do start to think about the end of your days coming sooner than the beginning. Uh, and yeah, Death, Nothing at All, written by Henry Scott Holland, H-O-L-L-A-N-D, um, who was born in 1847, lived to 1918. Very, very cool. Oh, I'm glad I relooked and found that. Excellent. Cool. All right. So we talked about almost everything else I needed to. Uh, Missy, thank you. See you next time. If you're headed off, I appreciate your uh, popping by. And thank you for Skyping in with us tonight. That was great. Uh, uh, breakfast one. <laughs> All right. Go have your breakfast. Um, <laughs> thank you. Round of applause for Missy. Thank you. 
So we've, we've covered just about everything I wanted to cover tonight. Uh, today, of course, April Fool's Day. Just remember, believe nothing and trust no one. Just like every other day of the year. Very important to remember. Oh, man. All right. Um, we're going to move on to... Uh, a brand new book. We're starting a new one tonight. I promised you uh, The Velveteen Rabbit. We just finished Alice in Wonderland. Previous to that, we did, of course, uh, The Wonderful Wizard of Oz. And all of these books come to us uh, copyright-free in the public domain from the Gutenberg Project. That is gutenberg.org. You can go there. You can find all the classic books. They are all for free. You can donate to the project if you wish. But uh, And if you can, please do, because what they do is a remarkable service. And um, you'll find these books there. They are uh, public domain, copyright-free, so I can perform them here on the show. And uh, fortunately, among the many titles that we have, and don't forget, by the way, we need you to make suggestions. You'll see scrolling across here on the bottom... Um, you will see, uh, eventually it will come up with the email address. It's nopants at jsheldon.com. Send, or in the chat, you can also do that. In the chat, send me an email. I read all your emails. I always reply to every email we get. We've got quite a few. Um, give me your suggestions. You can go over to the site, gutenberg.org, the Gutenberg Project. Check out the titles they have there. I've already downloaded a bunch of them that I like. So if we, you know, we don't have a, definitive vote one way or the other i'll just pick the next one but this one it was a personal choice <clears throat> it's a wonderful story and um it has a particular personal connection for me uh, a lot of people know this book is very famous um it was published in uh, 1928 if i'm not mistaken and um it was written by marjorie williams bianco now, my grandmother was Cecil, which was also the name of one, uh, we called my grandmother Grammy. So it was the name of one of Grammy's sisters. Her maiden name was Williams. Stay with me, this is going to get a little confusing. Apparently, her father was a great scholar at Oxford. See, I told you Oxford was going to come up again. Anyway, Cecil's sister, so that would be Grammy's aunt, my grandmother's aunt, which would be my father's great aunt, which would mean she's my great, great aunt. Got it? Cool. My great, great aunt was Marjorie Williams Bianco, who wrote The Velveteen Rabbit. Her daughter, apparently, by the way, Pamela Bianco, was pretty interesting. Uh, she was a child prodigy artist and apparently connected to the poet Walter de la Mer which uh, is rather cool. Um, so Marjorie Williams Bianco, my great-great-aunt, um, I have a couple of other strange connections in my family to some very famous people. Uh, I won't bore you with the details, just the, uh, the, the couple that uh, of note would be that my grandmother's sister, Agnes, married Eugene O'Neill, the playwright. You likely have heard of Eugene O'Neill before. A uh, very famous American playwright, and their daughter, which would be my second cousin, married uh, Una was her name, uh, Eugene O'Neill and um, Agnes, 
Their daughter, Una O'Neill, married Charlie Chaplin. So, by marriage, not by blood, I have to be clear about that, but by marriage, Charlie Chaplin, technically, is my second cousin. How cool is that? (laughs) Okay, enough about me and my strange family tree. That's a fact, actually. So let's get into it. It is uh, by Marjorie Williams Bianco, The Velveteen Rabbit. Cute little story, not very long. We'll do a chapter each stream until we get to the end and then move on to another book. It uh, was illustrated by William Nicholson. If you get a chance to check out the illustrations in this book, by all means do, because they are absolutely beautiful. They're fantastic. So we will start a brand new book now and check that out. That's the cover of the book. Like how I slid that in there? I'm getting this technical stuff, huh? Okay. The Velveteen Rabbit to Francesco Bianco. There was once a Velveteen Rabbit. And in the beginning, he was really splendid. He was fat and bunchy, as a rabbit should be. His coat was spotted brown and white, He had real thread whiskers, and his ears were lined with pink sateen. On Christmas morning, when he sat wedged in the top of the boy's stocking, with a sprig of holly between his paws, the effect was charming. There were other things in the stocking, oh, nuts and oranges and a toy engine and chocolate almonds and a clockwork mouse, but the rabbit was quite the best of all. For at least two hours, the boy loved him. And then aunts and uncles came to dinner, and there was a great rustling of tissue paper and unwrapping of parcels. And in the excitement of looking at all the new presents, the velveteen rabbit was forgotten. Christmas morning. For a long time, he lived in the toy cupboard or on the nursery floor, and no one thought very much about him. He was naturally shy, and being only made of velveteen, some of the more expensive toys quite snubbed him. The mechanical toys were very superior, and looked down upon everyone else. They were full of modern ideas, and pretended they were real. The model boat, who had lived through two seasons and lost most of his paint, caught the tone from them and never missed an opportunity of referring to his rigging in technical terms. Well, the rabbit could not claim to be a model of anything, for he didn't know that real rabbits existed. He thought they were all stuffed with sawdust like himself, and he understood that sawdust was quite out of date and should never be mentioned in modern circles. Even Timothy, the jointed wooden lion who was made by the disabled soldiers and should have had broader views, put on airs and pretended he was connected with government. Between them all, the poor little rabbit was made to feel himself very insignificant and commonplace, and the only person who was kind to him at all 
was the skin horse. Now the skin horse had lived longer in the nursery than any of the others. He was so old that his brown coat was bald in patches and showed the seams underneath, and most of the hairs in his tail had been pulled out to string bead necklaces. He was wise, for he had seen a long succession of mechanical toys arrive to boast and swagger, and by and by break their mainstrings and pass away. And he knew that they were only toys, and would never turn into anything else. For nursery magic is very strange and wonderful. And only those playthings that are old and wise and experienced, like the skin horse, understand all about it. What is real? asked the rabbit one day, when they were lying side by side near the nursery fender, before Nana came to tidy the room. Does it mean having things that buzz inside you and a stick-out handle? Real isn't how you're made, said the skin horse. It's a thing that happens to you when a child loves you for a long, long time. And not just to play with, but really loves you. Then you become real. Does it hurt? asked the rabbit. Sometimes, said the skin horse, for he was always truthful. When you are real, you don't mind being hurt. Does it happen all at once, like be wound up, he asked, or bit by bit? Oh, it doesn't happen all at once, said the skin horse. You become. It takes a long time. That That's why it doesn't happen often to people who break easily or have sharp edges or who have to be carefully kept. Generally, by the time you are real, most of your hair has been loved off and your eyes drop out and you get loose in the joints and very shabby. But these things don't matter at all. Because once you are real, real, you can't be ugly. Except to people who don't understand. I suppose you are real, asked the rabbit. And then he wished he had not said it, for he thought the skin horse might be sensitive. But the skin horse only smiled. And that's the end of the first chapter of The Velveteen Rabbit. Coming up next stream, we'll do chapter two, which is The Skin Horse Tells His Story. I'm dying to hear it. And I'll tell you what, even though the author of The Velveteen Rabbit is a great, great aunt of mine, I've never read this book. I'm ashamed to admit it, but I've never read the book. As you know, if you've watched the stream for any amount of, of shows, I don't read ahead. Uh, this is new to me as I read it. I've never seen these words before. I just kind of take it in as I read, which is why Alice in Wonderland was such a freaky read, because it was so weird. But 
this is a discovery for me as much as it is, as it is for you, which is kind of cool. I love doing that because I don't know what's going to happen until I read the words. I hope you're enjoying it. Marjorie Williams Bianco and the Velveteen Rabbit. We will continue with that on our next stream. Very cool. All right. We had lots going on tonight, didn't we? We had uh, all kinds of people pop by. We got a phone call on Skype. Finally, it worked. Thank you. All the way from Torrington, Connecticut. In fact, almost exactly halfway on the other side of the planet, halfway around the world. That was nice. All right. Amazing. Thursday night, Maundy Thursday, Good Friday tomorrow. Which is not a public holiday for anybody anywhere that I'm aware of. Maybe Vatican City. But <laughs> um, that's about it. I think uh, on Sunday, of course, is Easter Sunday. But it is a purely religious holiday. And uh, as far as I know, it's not a day off from work for anybody. Uh, unless you, you know, take one. But tomorrow is Friday. Yay! End of the work week for most. And uh, I hope you get through it. I will see you again on Saturday night. We stream here every Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday. And occasionally we throw a little extra weirdo stream in different time of day, different day of the week, just to keep you on your toes. So thank you so much for, uh, for joining me tonight. Whether, wherever you may be, like, share, subscribe. It all helps a lot. Um, and you know what? I think over on Twitch, if I'm not mistaken, I'm going to return a favor. Uh, let's see, Mr. Sam C. Okay, uh, I hope that works. Um, the last time we were on streaming, Sam rated our show. And uh, if you're not sure if you're on Facebook and you don't know anything about twitch.tv, uh, you can do a raid to another channel, which is currently live. And uh, Mr. Sam C did that to me. And so I want to return the favor. So if you are uh, so inclined, uh, we're going to we're going to raid Sam tonight and return the favor for, uh, for joining here. All right, I will see you again on Saturday night for another stream. We'll have much more to talk about. We'll do another chapter in The Velveteen Rabbit. And um, yeah, it'll be fun. Please join us. Like, share, subscribe, donate if you can there or there or there on Facebook. And of course, a new merchandise store opened. It's J. Sheldon No Pants slash merch on twitch.tv. You can pick yourself up some uh, some merchandise there. All right, uh, let's see. I don't know that this uh, raid is going to work, but we'll see. I will see you all again on Saturday night. <laughs> cool. All right, meantime, that's it for me. Thanks for joining. I'm Jay Sheldon. And I'm not wearing pants. Good night.